everybody, and welcome to the next and newest episode of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. This is your favorite raging bitch, or raging witch if you would, Sid, and today we're going to be getting into it because I really wanted to get into hot takes. I don't know why I have not posted a podcast. My nail just fell off. Bitch, fuck you. <laughs> My nails don't like that, apparently. I haven't posted a podcast where the episode was about hot takes yet. And I thought that I did, but I didn't. And I was like, oh, no, bitch. Like, we gotta we gotta hop on this. Because, bitch, my birthday is coming up on the 24th. Like, this is the perfect episode to begin that birthday weekend off on. Like, we are going to start this shit off with a fucking bang. So, I do have a list. Oh, shit. I do have a list of um, um, hot takes and everything that we are going to go off of. I wanted to be very punctual. I wanted to be very prepared, very organized with this this time and actually have something where I could literally read off of because like there's titles for everything and I think that I did very well with them and y'all might not think that but I might think that and so I just want to say that this is going to be a very hot episode. I am really excited for this episode. Um... This episode is going to be fun as fuck. Um, Maybe not for some of you, but (laughs) definitely for me. Um, So we are going to get started with this list. So first up on the list is Mundane Before Magic. The hot take, Mundane Before Magic. Now, you might be thinking, why the fuck is Mundane Before Magic a hot take? Like, what kind of fucking sense does that make? And I can understand, like, why you would think that. I can, I completely get why you think that, okay? I do, I do. But you want to know why? You want to know why it's a hot take, right? So for those of you who practice mundane before magic, those of you who know, you know, right? If you know, you know. That's just the way that it is. With mundane mundane before magic or mundane with magic, however you want to describe it, if you know, you fucking know. Like, I use this example all the time. If you do a money spell, right? Because you got to back that shit up mundanely. Like, you got to back your shit up. You got to back up that fucking magic with the mundane. And people don't understand that. So I'm going to give you all an example of why this is my hot take. Because I have literally seen this happen before my fucking eyes. And it, I thought that it was the funniest shit ever. Because I don't like this person. And you know what? We all we all have that one person that we just really don't like. Yeah, well... I've seen this person do this and I just like, I said nothing. (laughs) I said nothing at all. Um, But okay, so when it comes to mundane before magic, you have to understand you have to back that shit up mundanely, right? So if you are doing a money spell and you get more hours from your job, you working those extra hours is you doing the mundane for that money spell. And then more of that is going to start coming your way. More ways to make money is going to come your way. And guess what? That money spell fucking works. But at the end of the day, So this person, (laughs) this person thought that it would be a good idea to light a peace candle. And I'm not saying that it was a bad idea to light a peace candle. It's always good to light a peace candle. It's a peace candle. This person was like, I'm going to be peaceful. My space is going to be peaceful. My energy is going to be peaceful. The people around me, when they come into my personal space, that they're going to be peaceful. So no matter what you're doing, it literally all comes down to mundane before magic. Like it's so important to ensure that you are doing that mundane, right? So she makes this candle, she lights this candle. And the next day, mind you, this is, I think it was like a, excuse me, I think it was like a seven day candle, either that or a taper candle, like one of the ones that takes a really long time to burn, right? So the next day, 
lights the candle again, right? And I guess, like, she had gotten in her head the first day and was like, oh, I feel so peaceful. Everything around me is so nice and blah, blah, blah. Even though I was watching from, like, an outside point of view and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, and I, she had this situation with another person that day, the second day, right? And this was a test. And, like, with Mundane Before Magic, like, you can tell, like, when you really start getting more into it, like, you can tell what's a test versus what's not a test. Like, this was a test. This was the universe being, like, we're going to put this obstacle in your way. And depending on how or what you do with it, this spell is going to work or not going to work, right? So she has a situation with this other person that day. And it was a person that, you know, keeps coming in and out of her life, right? And the last time this person was in her life, she was like, no, nope, you got to go. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not dealing with you anymore. Like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Y'all want to know what, y'all want to know what happened? She let this, she let this person in again. She let this person in again. I kid you not. I kid you not, y'all. And I say this, I say it the way that I'm saying it because, like, I know what happened between them. I wish y'all knew. I wish I could explain it to y'all without a fucking lawsuit. (laughs) But (laughs) she let this person right back in, right motherfucking back in. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? The universe took its time with this one. The universe took its fucking time with this one. Because instead of doing the mundane and being like, no, like, I want to keep my peace in my space, you let the chaos back into your space. Like, that was your test and you failed. You you fucking failed. And the universe took its time. And I saw it all go down. And sure fucking enough, that person that she let back in fucked her over. And is she at peace now? Not one bit. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but, so mundane before magic, you guys. The next one up, which I was going to start with this one, but I didn't want to start with this one because I felt like if I did start with this one, a lot of you guys would like roll your eyes and be like, oh my God, of course, of course this. Oh my God. White sage, bitch. White motherfucking sage. Y'all, y'all gonna hate me. Y'all gonna hate me. Y'all gonna hate me. And this kind of goes into. Hold on, I need to make sure. Hold on, where's where's that list at? Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. It kind of goes into another hot take that I'm gonna do, but we're we're gonna like I'm gonna try to explain it to where like it doesn't do it that much. White fucking sage, y'all. So when you are beginning witchcraft and you are beginning spirituality and you learn about cleansing. one of the first things that you either learn about or you see in spiritual shops witchy shops metaphysical shops whatever is white sage and you want to know why you want to know why you see white sage in so many places because number one it's always the white people and listen i know i'm white but shit y'all i listen listen it's always the white people it's always the white people and if you get offended by that the shoe fucking fit Shoe fucking fit. You better go bury that shit. Go do it now. Because I don't want to say it's only the white people because there's been shops, you know, run and owned by indigenous people, Native Americans who's who've sold white sage. But 
And essentially, white sage is not for cleansing. White sage is for smudging. And that's another thing. I'm going to kind of like get off into like a, a side topic with this one because smudging, a lot of people, it pisses me the fuck off. Pisses me off because when people see a cleansing bundle, say that, say that like someone saw my cedar cleansing bundle, right? And they look at it and they're like, is that sage? Not white sage, but just sage in general. No, it's not fucking sage. When people say that they're saging, saging means smudging. Smudging means inviting spirits into your space. Inviting the ancestors into your space. Inviting your just inviting spirits into the space. That is smudging is not cleansing. They are two very, 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 very different things. Very different things. And it pisses me off because people see a cleansing bundle and they're like, is that sage? What are you about to go smudge? Like, shut up, bro. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Literally shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. If I have someone come into the salon, listen, I educate people all day, every day, especially like when I'm at the salon, because now I have um, everything for sale, like on shelves and everything. I'm gonna have to post a picture for y'all. But, um... When people come into the salon and they talk to me about like saging and shit, I'm like, ah, 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 no, no, we're not, we're not going to call it that. We're not going to call it that. And it's funny because I had this girl messaging me, um, um, about, <laughs> about cleansing, right? But she didn't say cleansing. She was like, I want, I'm wondering if you sell like a sage or anything like that so I can sage my house. And I'm like, ah, history lesson history lesson and you know sometimes it frustrates me because of how many times it's happened and I have to sneeze hold on excuse me that hurt my throat oh my gosh um because sometimes it does frustrate me because of how many like how many times this does happen but at the end of the day like I I also have to be like kind of proud of myself because I'm like bitch because you know bitch you fucking know. You don't use white sage. You know. You were sat down by a Native American fucking man who explained to you what it's used for and it told you never to fucking touch it. And guess what? I never fucking touched it. I will say that I did have a slip up because um, in the very beginning of my practice, I didn't know that dragon's blood was 90% of the time if you found a, a bundle of dragon's blood it's literally white sage coated in dragon's blood resin and it's still white sage you're still using white sage that shit ain't gonna clean shit it ain't gonna clean shit and you wonder for those of you who do use white sage who are listening to this right now and who didn't know just think about it when you cle- quote unquote cleanse your space and you're using white sage do you ever wonder why you don't feel cleansed do you ever wonder why your space doesn't feel clean and cleansed and purified? Do you ever wonder? Like, do you guys question this stuff? And I'm not saying this to be rude. Like, I'm saying this. To, you know what? No. No. Fuck that. Because this is my hot take video. This is my video. This is my hot take episode. I am stating the hot takes. And if you get mad, you get mad. I am sorry. Not sorry, but I'm sorry. All right. So we're going to move on to personalizing. And I'm going to light a C before I get into this one. Because when it comes down to personalizing your spell, when you, ah, and people don't understand this. So it's like, it, it makes sense that I have this on here as somebody who was a big creator on Witch Talk. 
and had like a what is what is that oh and had like a decent following on witch talk for those of you who like when I first started on witch talk I didn't mind you know posting spell work and things like that but um after I started gaining more and more traction, more and more followers, like I noticed that a lot of my spell work was being stolen and I didn't like that very much. Like I was under the impression that everybody already knew, like if you see someone posting spell work or if you see someone posting something within their practice and you, you like that, you don't copy it. You personalize it. You make it yours because especially on TikTok, like when you don't personalize something and you take a spell from someone and you, you're, you're like, oh, well, you know, say that, say, okay, for example, for example, great example, say that you take a spell from someone on TikTok, right? Oh my gosh, I gotta blow my nose. Say that you take a spell from someone on TikTok, right? And then (laughs) you do the spell, you take a video of it, and you tag the person who you took the spell from, because I've had this happen to me, right? And I've had to explain this to people. When you do that, Not only does the creator who you took the spell from know exactly what is in your spell because you copied it word for fucking word, ingredient for ingredient, but so does everybody else who not only has seen your video, but has also seen their video. And they can break that shit. They can make it backfire on you. They can make something happen within that spell to where it gives you the exact opposite of what you are doing the spell for. Sorry, I got a little mucus this morning. I'm sorry, y'all. But people don't understand that. Not personalizing your shit is dangerous. And on top of that, this also goes for like those of you who, you know, don't take shit from TikTok, but you'll see spells on Pinterest or you'll see spells on Tumblr or you'll see spells that people posted on the internet while you're doing some research. And you're like, oh my God, I want to do this. I want to do this. And listen, I do it too. I do it too. Even now, even now. Eight years into my practice, I still do it. Like, I find spells and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I want to do this. But here's the difference. Do I do that bitch word for word, ingredient for ingredient that was posted? No, the fuck I don't. I get the initial idea from the intention of the spell. Like, for example, the spell that I did for my Patreon um, last week on Sex Magic 101, it was a sexual desire spell with an apple, right? And this spell I had seen, not from any creator or anything, but it was, it was um, something that popped up on Pinterest and it was a di- desire spell. It wasn't a sexual desire spell. I made it a sexual desire spell. I changed around the ingredients. I made it mine. I changed the way that the apple was used. I saw what it was for. I saw a couple of the things that were used and I was like, you know what? I want to do this, but I'm going to make it mine. And that's exactly what I did. And that's a huge thing that needs to be practiced more when it comes to your spell work that people don't understand is that your shit needs to be personalized because not only does personalizing your spell make it easier for you, but it also makes it that much more powerful because bitch, 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 you came up with that spell. You did. You may have gotten the idea, but you did it. You switched things around. You used the shit that you had on hand. You. Keyword. You. Y-O-U. What? You. You did that. And that's important. So, <laughs> moving on <laughs> to, um, if you don't know, don't tread. Oh, oh, I was 
is so excited for this one. If you don't know, don't tread. If you don't know, don't tread, guys. If you don't know, don't tread. And this kind of goes back into the whole white sage thing. If you don't know, don't fucking tread. If you see white sage and you're like, I don't know if I should use this. Don't use it. This one's going to be a quick one because it's literally straight to the point. But literally, if you don't know about something and you're like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should use this. I don't know how to use this. I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you don't know, don't tread. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Okay? Point blank fucking period. Don't do it. I have learned the hard way. And I know some of my listeners out there have also learned the hard way. And I have a lot of people who agree with me with this one. Because I sent this list to a couple of my friends. And they were like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Don't tread if you don't fucking know. Don't try it. Don't do it. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Okay. So the next one we're going to move on to is internet aesthetics, which is why I said that the whole white sage one kind of went into, when I said the white sage one went into another one, this is the one that I was talking about. Internet aesthetics. What you see on the internet, nine times out of 10 is not what all spell work looks like. And I will be the first to say this because the only spell work that I usually post is my good looking spell work. And I will say this, listen, listen. Some people make their spell work look good on a regular fucking basis. And, you know, I'm one of those people. And that's because my Virgo moon with my Aquarius sun and stellium, like my aqua part of me is like, you need to be creative with this one. And then my Virgo moon is like, you can be creative, but you need to make it organized and make it look good. And that's that's how I that's how I do my spells. That is the most comfortable way that I do my spells. But there's a lot of people online who I have seen on TikTok, on Instagram, on Pinterest, Facebook, whatever it may be, who I know damn well, like judging by the background, I know that's not what your spells look like on a daily basis. And you guys have to understand that some spells are fucking chaos. Some spells are chaotic. Some spells are really chaotic. They are chaotic and they are all over the place and that nothing is um, where nothing just if you look at the spell to other people, it wouldn't make sense. Because there's shit everywhere. I have done spells on my floor because I knew that it would be all over the place where I had a candle here and a candle there and a candle here and fucking um, crow feathers here and a bone here and um, a rabbit's foot here and some crystals over here and some tarot cards right here. Like it, it just, it was all over the place and like herbs were spread out all over the place like in different various, excuse me. In various places, I think my body is like, bitch, calm down. Calm down. Calm down, motherfucker. Okay, I'm cop. We're good. But seriously, though, when it comes to the aesthetics that you see online, like, not everything is going to look like that. Not everything is going to be super aesthetically pleasing. And granted, with some people, it might look like that a lot of the time. But as someone who literally is like that, I can tell you truthfully Honestly, not all of my spell work is like that. I have spells that are like all over the place, that are chaos, that are just fucking everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Every fucking where. All over the place. Okay? So just understand, just understand that when you see that, don't, 
Don't beat yourself up because you're like, oh, well, I want my spells to look like that. Not everybody's spell work is going to look like that. Do the spell work that you want to do in a vicinity and setup that is comfortable for you. Okay? Comfort zones are really important in witchcraft. Very important. Because, again, it kind of goes back into the if you don't know, don't tread type thing. Like, if you're uncomfortable with something, don't do it. Because you could fuck something up that didn't need to be fucked up in the first place. So just be very careful. And then um, the next one is magic is everything. Magic is everything. Now, before before you're like, what the fuck do you mean magic is everything? Magic isn't everything. Let me explain. Nature. Nature. And when I say magic is everything, I mean that you can use literally anything and everything for magic. You can use alcohol for magic. You can use plants for magic. You can use bones for magic. You can use books for magic. You can use string for magic, jars, water, um, literally anything, anything and everything, anything and everything I could like, okay, for example, I know this is going to sound kind of crazy, but I'm literally sitting in my window right now and I'm, I see the mail truck in front of me. Okay. I could do a spell with that mail truck. If I was trying to speed up the process of some type of mail coming my way, I could literally utilize that mail truck and I could, I could do a spell. And it's all about your imagination and your creativity. That's really what it comes down to because, like, you have to understand that because of the fact that you can use so many things for magic, it really comes down to you figuring out, like, you looking at something and being, like, like for example, the tree in my front yard. Magic. It's a ward. You can literally look at that tree and be like, you know what? I want to use this for a spell. And I want to use it for A, B, C, and D. Okay, do I have to sneeze again? <coughs> I do. I'm not sick. Oh my God, I can't be getting sick. My birthday's coming up, y'all. Uh-uh. I swear to God, if I'm getting sick, I'm gonna be so mad. Um, but when I say magic is everything, like you can literally utilize anything and everything. You can do a spell with your own fucking car. With your own fucking car. If it has to do with a car note, car payment, car insurance, something's wrong with the car. You're trying to um, protect yourself while you drive. Like anything that has to do with you and that car or the car in general, you can do a spell with a fucking car. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds fucking crazy. But I am that bitch that will literally sit next to my car outside lighting fucking candles to protect myself or whoever is in that car while it drives. That is me. That is fucking me. That is that is me. And I I am not sorry for it. Oh my god. I cannot be getting sick, y'all. Um, but I am not sorry for it. Not one fucking bit. No sorry. So, the next one on the on the list is fuck labels. And I love this one. I love this one. So, we all know We all know that feeling of beginning your practice and seeing people talk about how they're a green witch or they're a death witch or they're a chaos witch or they're an eclectic witch. And it's like, you see these things and you're like, oh my gosh, like I wonder what type of witch that I am, right? That was me. That full sale was fucking me. That was me. I was that person 
who saw those videos, who saw those labels and was like, I wonder what, what type of witch that I am. And I tried so hard for a while to fit certain labels. I tried. I really did. And then it got to a point where I realized, bitch, you don't have a label. And that is fucking fine. And this is why I say fuck labels because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, you have to be a certain kind. No, the fuck you don't. No, the fuck you don't. And I t- I've talked about this before. Like, if I were to label myself, I would probably label myself as a death witch because I do death work. I'm a psychic medium. I work with the dead more than anything else. And all of the deities that I work with have some sort of correlation to the dead. I would consider myself a death witch. But I don't label myself. Like, if someone, like persist persistently asks me and like is like what are you what kind of which are you what kind of which are like that's what I would say but I would start off by saying like I don't label myself I do not label myself if I were that's what I would label myself but I do not label myself I am just a witch I am just a practitioner I am I am just me I practice what I want and as long as it's not appropriating any practices, disrespecting any cultures, I'm good to go. Like, I am not, I'm not a certain type of witch. And like some people, when they start their journey, have that set in stone, like have that down. Like, I'm this type of witch. I meet every th- single thing that has to do with this type of witch. I practice, like, some people have it down. And you know what? Kudos to you guys. But me... And a lot of other people don't. And that is okay. That is okay. That is valid. You do not have to worry about sitting here trying to label yourself when you don't need to be labeled. Um, so just really, when you begin your practice, focus more on... How do I explain it? Focus more on yourself. Focus more on what you're learning find out what you want more find out what you want to learn more in because like learning is the most important thing like when you start learning when you start that research journey you get down into so many different kinds of rabbit holes it's insane and it's like you'll be researching something and then you'll see something on the side and be like oh well I really am interested in this and then go down a rabbit hole of looking into that and then While you're looking into that, you find something else that you're interested in. Then you get into another rabbit hole. Just find what you want. Find what you're interested in. Don't worry about trying to label yourself. Don't worry about trying to sit here and figure out what criteria you meet because you are just a witch and that is okay and that is fine. All right, y'all. Give me a second. I I need a breather. All right. (laughs) So the next one on the list is take your fucking time. And I feel like this kind of goes back into um, the whole labels thing. Because when it comes down to taking your time, when I was just explaining, um, when I was just explaining how the most important part is like that research aspect, how you're finding out what you get interested in and all of these fun things, right? It's so important to take your fucking 
time. So important. You want to know why? You want to know why, y'all? Because when I was 15 years old and I discovered witchcraft, after my grandma had died and I realized, you know, what she was and what she did, and I discovered witchcraft and I started getting more into witchcraft, I was excited. I was impatient, but I was excited. And that aspect of being impatient was not it at all. It was not it. Because that aspect of being impatient fucked me over for the next four years. Three years. Three years. Not four years. Three years. Fucked me over for the next three years. Because when I was 15, I hexed my mom. Well, I thought I did. (laughs) I thought I did. Um, Kind of going back into... Throwing it back to that introduction episode where I was talking about how all of my stuff was thrown away, all of my supplies, my book of shadows, grimoire, whatever, all of that stuff was taken, found, taken, thrown away. And I was visibly and rightfully upset, okay? And instead of doing my research and figuring out, hey, bitch, um, it's really important to protect yourself first and foremost before you do anything else. Anything else. You need to ensure that you are protected. Did I do that? No. Did I take the time to research that a little bit more so I would know that? No, I didn't. I did not. And because of that, that quote-unquote hex that I put on my mom at 15 years old, backfired badly. I had the worst, worst, worst luck. And we're talking like trauma type type shit. I had the worst luck for the next three years of my life. I spent the next three years in and out of um, a group home because... My mom just didn't want to deal with me. And I mean, I was a bad kid, but I would say that I was like any other teenager, to be honest with you. Um, but I was in and out of a group home. And once I turned 18, um, no, actually, I got my car. I got my car at 16. Got my car at 16 right before I got my license. Took my license test with my car. Um, that car was my everything. I have actually been on the hunt for the same exact car because it was it, it was an amazing car. I had it was a Mazda 6, y'all. It was she was awesome. She was amazing. I loved her. And I named her Bubbles. Don't ask why. Um do I have to sneeze again? Are you fucking serious? We're getting sentimental here. Yes I do. <coughs> I swear y'all, I'm about to go take some medicine after I'm done recording this shit because I can't be getting sick right now. I can't be getting sick. Um, But after um, I turned 18, I was in and out of living with my mom. Um, I started living with my best friend, and that didn't go well. And then I lived with another friend. Didn't go well. Lived with another friend. Did not go well. Um, Ended up totaling my car because... Um, we're not going to get into that. Ended up totaling my car. 
and lost my job in the same three days. No, totaled my car, lost my job, and got kicked out of my mom's house in a total a span of three days, two or three days. Um, so it was just, it was all bad. It was all bad. And then got into an abusive relationship. And it just, it was, when I say that that shit backfired, like it was all bad. So I'm saying this and I'm kind of getting into detail with this because I'm trying to explain to those of you who like are very impatient in the beginning of your practice and are just wanting to do as much as you can as soon as you can. It doesn't work like that. Everybody has their own timeline. Everybody has their own journey. Everyone has their own practice. Please ensure that you are utilizing that timeline. Please ensure that you are being patient with yourself. My stomach agreed. I'm hungry. I don't know if y'all heard that. But please, y'all. Please, y'all. Please, for the love of the gods and goddesses, take your time. You don't want to fuck yourself over. And I know you don't want to fuck yourself over. I don't want you to fuck yourself over. I don't want shit to backfire on y'all. Take your time. Because especially when you are just starting out, that is when you are the most vulnerable. Okay? All right. Moving on. Speaking of vulnerability, I wanted to add this one in here. This wasn't written down. Um, this wasn't written down, but it made me think about it. So vulnerability, sleep. And this is, this is, this is a hot take. It is a hot take. I believe, I don't know who else does. I know that I know a few people that do, but I personally believe that you are more vulnerable while you are sleeping and in that state of unconsciousness, I guess than anything else. You are more vulnerable when you sleep than anything else, which is why I teach a lot of sleep protections or dream work protections, or um, I actually, mm, I'll be teaching something, something called um, dream walking later on in the craft on my Patreon, y'all. But um, you have to understand how, like, when I say this, where I'm coming from when I say this is because when you are sleeping, you have an unconscious mind. You are sleeping, you have an unconscious mind, and you are more than likely dreaming, right? And something that I have learned from being on TikTok for the time that I was is that a lot of people enjoy showing up in your dreams, giving you nightmares, or fucking you up in your dreams, or sending you shit while you sleep. Because it's a lot easier to do it while you're sleeping because your guard is down. Now, when it comes to protections while you're sleeping, the way that I have worked, the way that my practice is, the way that I have learned this, in my practice, um, I have deals with a couple of the deities that I work with. On top of protections and wards while I sleep, I have deals. I give an offering before I go to bed. They watch over me while I sleep. And I started this when I was going through all that stupid drama, whatever, on TikTok because a lot of people were sending me shit. I was a main target and a lot of people were sending me shit and I made that deal with my deities and it helped. It, it truly helped. 
did me some justice. Um, especially when you have King Asmodeus watching over you as you sleep, as you sleep, because it was um, King Asmodeus and Mother who were watching me while I slept, and don't regret it, not one bit, not one bit. I am very appreciative of them and very thankful because it did help. It did fucking help. It did help. All right. So that's another hot take. But getting back onto the, you know, the subject that we were already on. Um, so next up is stop pushing yourself. So this is kind of going into stop or going into take your fucking time. Stop pushing yourself to be like other practitioners. Stop pushing yourself to fit aesthetics. Stop pushing yourself to try to match what someone else's practice looks like. Stop pushing yourself to try to, um, kind of going back into the whole impatience aspect, like stop trying to push yourself into doing things that you're uncomfortable with. Stop trying to push yourself into doing things that you haven't fully learned yet. Stop trying, just stop trying to push yourself. Stop pushing yourself so much, guys. Literally, stop pushing yourself so fucking much. It is not, it's it's scary when I see people who do that because they don't want to take their time, which equals into pushing yourself into doing something that you didn't fully learn yet, which equals into something backfiring or something opposing you or something just not working the way that you wanted it to work. And you just, you got to stop pushing yourselves. Gotta stop pushing yourselves. Take it easy with yourself. Take it fucking easy with yourself. Please. And then the last one. So I thought that this one would be kind of interesting to end off with. Tarot isn't really witchcraft. Now, before I get into this one. I understand that tarot has been used in witchcraft and is used in witchcraft quite very often. It's used in spell work. It's used in divination for spell work. It's used with deities, which deities, witchcraft. But, but, spiritualists use tarot. Spiritualists use tarot. So it's really important to understand that when it comes down to the concept of like tarot and oracle, that it's not just witchcraft, it's spirituality. And a lot of, if not all, spiritualists use both tarot and oracle. And when you get into witchcraft, yes, tarot is used. Yes, you contact, you, you know, you're talking to your ancestors, your deities, your guides, whatever it may be through tarot. Um, I sometimes when I'm doing mediumship readings use tarot, but it's important to understand that tarot is more, I personally, personally, I feel tarot is more spiritual than witchcraft, especially because, so I have this cousin, um, we don't really talk much, but I do know that she is a spiritualist. She's a full bone, full blown spiritualist. She doesn't really do witchcraft. She does light herself a candle every so often, but She's she's a spiritualist, and one of the main things that she uses is crystals and tarot. Crystals and tarot. So I hope that that was understandable. Um, I know that that one was kind of short, but 
just understanding the fact that when you get into spirituality, because a lot of people, like when they first starting, when they're first starting out witchcraft, before they even tread into witchcraft, they get into spirituality first. You know, the tarot, um, the crystals, um, just lighting a nice little candle, um, incense, like things like that, right? Those things are used in witchcraft, but more spiritual. So it kind of goes into that concept of spirituality and witchcraft are completely different. You do not use witchcraft and spirituality, but you do use spirituality and witchcraft. And that's like, and that's a whole nother thing is last hot take of the day. Spirituality and witchcraft are two different things. You do not use witchcraft and spirituality, but you do in fact use spirituality within witchcraft. And that is because um, the way that I have learned, the way that I have seen it, the way I've seen other people talk about it, just when it comes down to that concept, there's like a fine line between spirituality and witchcraft. And a lot of people who are spiritualists don't cross that line. Now, it kind of goes back into the whole label thing because I do know some witches who just consider themselves spiritualists. And sometimes I kind of like... I don't know. I don't, I'm not sitting here to judge anybody at all because your practice is yours. If you want to call yourself a spiritualist, call yourself a spiritualist. But I do get a little confused because I'm like, but you're doing, you know, you're doing witchcraft. But either way, either way, nonetheless, I digress. Um, that concept is important to understand that there's spirituality and there's witchcraft. You use spirituality in witchcraft, but you don't use witchcraft and spirituality. So, I am going to leave you guys off with that. I do want to say blessed new moon. Blessed new moon, you guys. Um, new moon in Aquarius, nonetheless. But blessed new moon. Um, I hope that you guys have an amazing day. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. So next week, we are going to have Kat back on the podcast, which I am really excited for. Um, we're going to be talking about deity work. And I'm super excited to get into that with her. So... I will talk to you guys next week and I hope you guys enjoyed as always and blessed be.